What are you doing in here, bud? Come on. Oh, I'm just just trying to you know get some quality time outdoors a little bit. You're not outdoors. You're in my bathroom, and you're once again fishing in my tub. And I would like to crap and take a shower. You got to do this outside. Fine. Will you take me outside? Are you suggesting that we do a fishing challenge today? No, I just want to go outside. I don't know how to get out of your house. I'm right. What the thing? What the thing? Get it. I believe it was Confucius who said, catch a fish for a man, and that man has a meal of fish right there, right then. But teach a man to fish, and that man becomes one of those guys you see in your public park fishing in the lake, and you're like, are you eating the shit that comes out of that lake? Because it is disgusting. (laughs) I saw dudes shit in that lake. There's trash and all sorts of like. Don't I, I think it'd be literally be healthier to go to McDonald's and get a fillet of fish than eating whatever fish comes out of that lake. This is the Grolic saves the world. My name is Adam Caden Holland. My my name is Ben Roy, and I'm Andrew Orbital. So wise, so wise. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. It's one of his longer quotes. I mean, it's not. It's a, you know, it, it was. Something. It is, but the the wisdom. Still very valid. Eternal. I think you messed up some of the details. I think it's catch a fish to man, man a fish forever. Uh, Isn't that the saying? No. No, what it is, is it says it's uh, catch a rising star. Even if you miss your- You caught a fish. You're near the moon. Oh. And then there there may be fish there. They haven't figured that out yet. So it's something (laughs) along those lines. But that's a, yeah, anyway a lot yeah. of wisdom right off the top. Usually we start with some dumb shit, but no. it's cool to have some <laughs> some wisdom. Well, this is the podcast where we better the world around us by bettering ourselves through challenges. And and I think Confucius has always been sort of the unspoken North Star of the. He was pod. our original Patreon backer. Are you kidding yeah. me? Come on, Confucius <laughs> paid us in a clay pot full of cumin, uh, which was very <laughs> nice. That's how that was our first Andrew level. <laughs> Was a clay pot uh, full of ground yeah. cumin spice. That's when we knew that this Patreon was going to fucking pop, was when Confucius <laughs> came in with the clay pot of cumin. Yeah. We thought, okay, there might be a community here for us. Do you, do you remember when we, the three of us, did that tour along the spice route? What a time to be alive. Just getting paid in salt. Yes. We were so rich yes. back then. And yes, we are salt rich, <laughs> money poor. There's no question about that. But we are better <laughs> off for it. We are better off salt rich, money poor. That's what they say about the Grawlix. Well, anyway, that was dumb as fuck. That new merch so will be I- available on Patreon very shortly. <laughs> the reason that I did that banger fishing intro, guys, the reason that I did that is because we have a very special guest on this episode, who producer Ron told me is going to bring us 
a challenge. So I would like to introduce to all of our listeners around the world, and again, we apologize for the Spice Trade Tour. We didn't intend the colonial effects. However, they happened, and we can't really back that off. But this comic, you're going to love him. He's a Denver favorite, but he's also an internationally renowned fisherman. He's joining us from a remote location somewhere in Colorado. Please welcome Eland Stribling to the pod, everyone. Hey, Eland is here. Hey, there he what is. You gotta, how are you, buddy? How's it going? Good morning, everyone. Um, imagining three of you guys going on the Spice Tour, I, I think it's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard of. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It, it pulls at the heartstrings, really. I mean, you're, you're thinking to yourself, how did that not happen prior? Yeah. Because it just seems so seamless. But are you picturing us on a Spice Girls type of tour, like on a double-decker bus? Absolutely. Going around yes. London, mostly. Yeah. Each one of you has your own color palette. Got and it. I want to be clear, it. I think it's obvious that I'd be Sporty Spice <laughs> in that situation. Oh, here we uh, go. Sporty no one believes this at all, Why aren't you wincing, producer Ron? You wouldn't fucking know. You wouldn't fucking I think, know. I think, hold on. I want to ride this out. I, I would definitely be Posh Spice. <laughs> Andrew, do you even know a spice? Do you, do you I have don't like know a any tuberculosis yeah. spice when you were a kid? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't listen to the Spice Girls. Wow, am I embarrassed? But Andrew, I guarantee you, had a full size poster of Baby Spice that was hidden behind uh, a full size poster of Yeshua. You know what I mean? Or, yes, or, or I don't I don't know. There's some uh, some religious deity. I don't know. <laughs> like the Shawshank some... Renipsit style. You think there's gonna be a tunnel back there? Nah, it's just a baby spice poster <laughs> that I've got. We're doing what we always do on this podcast. Okay. Adam, what were you gonna say? We always invite a guest and we say, Hey, here's our guest, and then we riff right over them. I would like to say, Elin, thanks for being on the pod. Why the fuck are you here? What's going on? I don't understand. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. It's uh, it's talking to Ron, and um, we thought of a little, thought of an idea of doing a fishing challenge, uh, a little bit of on the water escapades or activities, uh, however you want to call it. But okay. we, we thought it would be fun to have like a, a the Grolix boys on the river day. I'm down. So, so fishing. Yeah. What is that? What is, what is <laughs> yeah. that? And what is a fish? I've always wondered that. What is a fish? What is fishing? Yeah. Uh, I, challenge accepted. We wouldn't have had you if we hadn't screened it earlier, but we, we will do this challenge with you, but tell the listeners a little bit about your experience fishing and why you think fishing is good for the world. Cause that's what this pot is. Spice tour aside. Yeah, so I uh, I have a degree in wildlife biology uh, and a minor in education. So I I work with wildlife. I work with animals. I was a fishery technician for four years, and and now I teach people how to fish. I'm like a professional fishing guide from little children uh, to you know different groups across the country, old people, uh, families, whatever it looks like. So I, I teach people how to fish, and it it is very therapeutic. Um, most of the people we take fishing at the end of the day, even if they don't catch fish, they sort of have this um, intrinsic love of, of nature, just saying like, it was beautiful being out here. The weather was great. I got to sit down and breathe and relax. So uh, at least fishing to me, even though, you know, it's still sometimes work and I, I enjoy taking people out. It's still, uh, it's therapeutic. It, it gives people a chance to 
be away from their phones, um, enjoy each other's whoa, company. Whoa, whoa, birds, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said water. we couldn't bring our fucking phones? No, it's going to be a tough one for Ben. <laughs> you just said you just said Ben's kryptonite. Uh-oh, guess Ben can't make it. First of all, I'm glad that you've taught uh, children old people and families because you've covered all three of us. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm definitely the child. Andrew, of course, is somewhere around 80 to 100 years old. And then Adam uh, is a family. He's the embodiment of a family in one person. I'm a family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a one-man family. But so do you, what kind of fishing do you do? Like, or teach mostly? Do you teach real fishing or do you teach Fly fishing, I don't know what that's what the difference like if that's what it's called when you're casting as opposed to fly fishing or whatever. Yeah. So usually with 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 the children, with the little kids, we do regular fishing, which is like where you press the button on the little spin rod. It's like what you would do with your dad or grandpa when you were younger, where you just go cast and sit on the bank and wait. Okay. Uh I teach and I mostly do fly fishing. So that's where you're sort of you see people like doing the dance with the rod yes. and like being magical and it's summer and there's bugs and brad pitt's there and um, <laughs> hell yeah yeah so that's we'll be doing we'll be doing fly fishing wow i've never i've never fly fished adam and ben have you ever fly fished no i have gone fishing i've never no, fly fished. no <laughs> never fly fish yeah me neither so how, all of you guys have lived in colorado and you've never been fly fishing i've never fly fished my uncle's a huge fly fisherman he like ties his own flies he's that's like all he does that and He's got a little penchant for the sauce and fly fishing. Uh, <laughs> that's his whole. I'm trying to put it. I'm trying to put it as delicately. Sure. I'm trying to put it as delicately as I can. I'll let you, the listener, imagine how much someone drinks when their only activity and favorite thing to do in the world is fly fishing. I'll let you fill in the the canvas with how much. Eland, would you care to respond to those <laughs> accusations? I'm drunk right now. <laughs> but yeah, my uncle uh, would tie flies, and that's like his whole thing. But I've never gone. I've never fly fished. I've, I've just done the yeah the, the kind of kid fishing with the reel. So this is totally, totally new to me. Adam, what about you? Yeah, I grew up, I grew up here, Eland. And I, first of all, I don't appreciate your tone with that i grew up here and i did not fly fish at all there are things to do in colorado besides fly fish you can you can uh you can go to the mint oh god the worst tour boy does adam love watching america adam loves watching money get made Mm. sorry i'm a mint fan so no i never went fly fishing i went to summer camp and did some kid fishing as you would describe it just like simple side of the lake type of fishing but nothing ever elaborate. And and I do feel a little bit of shame because I know that this is like a mecca for fly fishing. So I'm curious to try it. And I definitely respond to the getting out and wanting to see nature and see birds. You know, I'm not a, a violent man in the woods, but I know that hunting and fishing supports so much wildlife. I get that relationship. I know that, that that is a huge part of it. So, yeah, I'm excited. You're not a violent man of the woods? Is that what you just said? Is that what you just said? Get that em. is what I said. Andrew, get him. Get him, Andrew. No. You get him. I can see you winding up. You get him, Andrew. No. Don't let him get away I can away believe what that. I heard. I've never heard that term. I'm not a violent man of the woods. I love it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a peaceful man of the woods. I, I grew up in Maine, a violent child of the woods, and I fished, I mean, all summer long. That was what we did, but I we didn't have, like, rivers that 
were easily accessible to fly fish in. We had large, large, like big rivers that uh, with very strong currents. I couldn't have. So we fished mostly in lakes and used reel and cast. So like, but I grew up, you know, catching bass. There was a lot of pickerel, uh, trout, uh, rainbow trout and brook trout. That did come into that. So, uh, and a lot, I, and, and Elon, I want to, this is kind of gross. We ate an exorbitant amount of white perch, which is like kind of a, yeah, exactly. Your face, kind of a trashy fish, Yeah, but we would catch like, there was no limit you could catch out of certain. What do you use for bait? Like a Marlboro 100 filter? (laughs) 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 It is definitely the pigeon of the waterways. Like a little Dairy Queen chicken nugget out there on your bobber there here it comes yellow perch we wouldn't eat but white perch we would and horn pout because you were racist uh, was like a uh, uh horn pout horn is pout? A, a horn pout look it up it's an actual fish it's a it looks like a catfish it's a like a smaller catfish horn pout i've never heard of horn pout before eland is a world famous fisherman yeah. <laughs> are you pout. sure <laughs> someone just telling you you're like you're eating tadpoles or like, ah, nah, this is horn pout. It's actually this. It's actually the nickname for a brown bullhead. Brown bullhead. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so we used to catch those, uh, but mostly it was a lot of smallmouth bass and things like that. But I'm excited for this because I've, I have always wanted to try fly fishing. It's, I would say that of the outdoor um, like activities in the hunting realm and fishing realm, it is the one that, to me, strikes me as being beautiful. It seems real difficult, too. Like, I watch fly fishermen, I'm like, man, this seems hard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah fly fishing is, a. Uh, uh, it's kind of dainty. It is very, like, like ballet of fishing. It's like a, a little bit of a show and dance with, with the fish. So, it is kind of, it, I wouldn't say it's difficult to learn. Women are better fly anglers than men are. Because it's about finesse, it's mm. about like patience and like taking a breath and like not rushing stuff. And guys come out and they're like, "I I gotta throw it hard." And it's it's all about like <laughs> because correct correct me if I'm wrong. You're trying to simulate a bug kind of like lighting on the water, right? Yeah. And like taking it's off. like you're the bugs landing on top of the water, it's landing underneath the water, and it's like it's all like a natural pro. Like you're just trying to be a part of the river rather than just like giving the fish like here's a worm you're like hey you're like hey fish do you want to it's like asking a fish out on the date like hey what are you doing later like what's up what's yeah. what's your name and yeah. number so uh get ready well, for the I, worst I, date of your life because i'm taking you out of your home to this inhospitable world now you're dying you're dying and i'm taking a picture of you enjoy andrew's fishing boys there will be no fish around because he talks i'm a violent man of the woods what did i say he is a violent man of the woods uh, i want to ask elon two questions one is ben, listening to Ben talk about fishing in Maine made me think that they were looking for bodies and happened to fish <laughs> while they were doing that. Have fishing you... for boots. The fish were happenstance. They could take those boots down to the army surplus and sell them for half price and new. L.L. Bean had a lifetime return policy. You get a Bean's boot out of that, you're up 40 bucks. It's worth the investment, bud. And I will say, listen to Ben talk about fish. 
you sound like someone who got coached on saying fish species and you're just naming <laughs> off as many as you could yes to the cop like if someone was like what are you guys doing and you're like we saw brook trout we, we were making up fish we saw white perch yellow perch <laughs> yeah cuz cuz i got i got caught with a shopping yeah. cart full of copper wire and i'm like trying to Brown come up with a trout an brook yeah. trout Pretty much all the trout. <laughs> yeah, well, we got the popping possum. We got a. Oh, Ever heard God. of a horn? Well, pout? you know when you got a, you got a ridgeback Penelope, they'll practically jump right into the boat. But it was impressive. You know? But it felt it felt a little no. staged. Yeah, I did fish. I legitimately did I, fish. Okay. Maine, right. back me up if you listen. Maine, back me up on. Yeah, that. we can't wait. We um, can't wait to hear. No, my question. My question is, uh, there there always is a competitive angle to this podcast. Just. Knowing us, we've all hung out in green rooms, you know our personalities. Two-part question, who do you think is going to be the best at fly fishing? And I guess who's going to catch the most fish or the first fish? Or the or I'm asking typically male questions, and this is too competitive out the fucking gates. I can tell. I can tell he hates us already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe Andy is either going to catch... Andrew, you're either going to catch the most fish or the first fish because it's always the person who seems like they, they want to enjoy it, but they're also like, I don't really care if I'm there or not. And that tracks. <laughs> that's his, that's his outlook on life. You're like, I, you're like, I want to do it, but also I guess. if I'm there, like whatever. And the fish are, the fish are like, Cool, this person isn't. He's not trying. He's stressed. He's enjoying Ooh, it. Okay. So there's a dating aspect to it. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. So my way of going in, hip waiters, nothing else, dick bobbing into the <laughs> in the rapids. <laughs> like <laughs> that's gonna be too much for the fish, do you think? <laughs> I I, gross. <laughs> gross. Yeah, I'm gross. Stop saying it. Everybody knows it. It just sounds I hope like you you're catch a pike right on your dick. Yeah, that's you, what I hope. Just you may catch something else, Ben, on the water. I don't know if that's a, a fish. A dick amoeba. Or... <laughs> I have a question. I know with like real fishing, rod and real fishing, it's all about like who caught the biggest fish. Look at this huge ass fish that I landed. Is that. With fly fishing, is it a similar vibe of like you are trying to catch a big fish or is it more just like, look at this beautiful example of a fish I just caught. It doesn't matter how much it weighs. This thing just is cool It's or or not. Yeah, I feel like it's the, it's the, it's been that way for like most people. And I still I'm like still trying to find the biggest fish or even the prettiest fish. But I feel like as more different types of people are moving into fly fishing or just regular fishing in general, it's just like. Fish are beautiful, like fish are beautiful. So if you catch a fish, even if it's not the biggest fish, like sometimes I've caught like super small fish, but their colors are just super pretty or vibrant. Um, or you have like cool fish stories about a fish like jumping out of the water to take your fly. So it, there is something just like, it is always like, oh man, I caught 20 fish today or I only caught one fish today. But that one fish may be the coolest fish you've ever seen or if you had a plan that day of like, hey, I'm going to try this new technique of fly fishing or I want to try this new fly. And if that fly works, you're like, today was a successful day. Or if, you know, you didn't catch any fish, but you saw a bunch of fish and you're learning, you're like, okay, I know where the fish are. Okay. 
Cool. I was just curious. Are we uh, catch and releasing, or are we keeping these fish? We we will probably most likely release these fish. Uh, if we hook one and it gets and yes. it gets too okay. deep cool. and it like it's gonna die anyway, just because I would swallow the hook because accidents you know accidents happen, then we may you know all four of us, all five of us share a fish on the side of a bank and just live in the woods forever. So. But we'll probably release the fish. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait a second. Is that the rule? I'm sorry. Is that that, the that's, rule? that's how it works. Guys, I've got a show next week. I, I, uh, I can't live in the amazing. woods. Amazing. I am right. with Eland. I hope that there is no second half to this pod. I hope we do we not never come return. Back. This no, is how we go out. People just and wonder all... what happened. They went out of the river, and that's the last anyone ever heard of them. They never returned. I'll take it. Adam, Adam went out a peaceful man of the woods. He came back a violent And he never came man. back to the woods. Uh, uh, real quick, you should tell the folks, you uh, have a web series where you do this, right? Yeah, I, I have a series called uh comedians on the fly where i take comics fly fishing and i ask them stories about doing stand-up about where they started best heckler story how many times have they bombed do they have any you know tips and tricks for upcoming comedians or people wanting to get into it so it's just a conversation about comedy while we learn to fly oh, fish fuck, so that's awesome uh, i've had comics from la and denver and from the east coast so it's been it's been fun and just hearing comics, you know, riff about fishing or a lot of stuff that makes sense to me in fly fishing doesn't make sense uh, to other people like in the normal world. So it's it's great to get different perspectives and just and just hang out with great, great comics. So that's I'm looking forward to this to sort of be a part of that and uh, get to chat with you guys and 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 watch you make fun of fishing and, and hear comedy stories and see who catches fish. <laughs> yeah, this sounds great. Hell yeah. I, I think that'll be great. There'll be there'll be tons of good. Tons of good content for our, our fans to watch. And also, I think maybe just Andrew and I should talk about comedy. And Ben should be in the background and just his <laughs> hip waiters, nothing else. And doesn't say a word the entire episode. He's just I, back there. I think that... Blurred, blurred mid-torso. Yes. That'd be so fucking just, funny. Just smoking, too. I'd like to smoke, if at all possible, in the background. A Swisher Sweet tipped cigarello hanging out of my mouth. <laughs> Just uh -huh. cursing the earth yep. because why don't these fish want it? Is it my dick? And that's going to always be the question. Is it my dick? Well, everybody check out comments on the fly uh, with Elon Stribling. And, and Elon, do you mind? We usually cut to some comedy. But since you're here and you are also an extremely funny comic yourself, do you mind if we play a clip of you? Could we do that? If we That'd be great. To? That'd be sweet. I hope someone enjoys it. Yeah, <laughs> we hope someone does too. <laughs> uh, what a ringing endorsement. Our sincere hope as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to listen to some stand-up comedy uh, from our pal here, Elon Stribling. And uh, when uh, we return, uh, we will be back. Uh, we will be smelling of the outdoors. I will be tanned all over my body because I wore nothing but hip waders. And uh, it'll be a good time. Everybody should be relaxed. So stay tuned, asshats. Let's go fishing, boys. <laughs> Fellas, make some noise if you know uh, where the clit is. Okay, not enough, guys. <laughs> I think I saw somebody pull out their phone. Uh, to help, guys, I'm thinking about opening up a restaurant and making it really, really hard to find and naming it the clit, right? 
And men are going to be driving there. Women are going to be giving directions. But the men aren't going to be listening. Uh, she's going to be like, hey, babe, you should go left. And he's like, my left or your left? It's like, we're facing the same fucking direction. Uh, well, is it inside or outside? It's not really inside. But it's also not outside either. If you go into the tunnel, you're going too far. All right. It's kind of in the hood. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> hey, do you love the Grolic Saves the World, but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It is a week later through the magic of podcasting. Ooh. Time has passed, and I'm not even going to have to ask everyone here. I know for a fact we have done this challenge. We all three completed the challenge because we did it together. Yeah. And we are joined here in the second act with Elon Stribling, who got us all into the water fly fishing. Welcome back, Elon. What's up, everybody? Good morning. How, how, how do you feel after your fly fishing challenge how does everyone feel i feel lighter well we're we're what a, a few days removed but i'm still feeling the glow of it i don't want to tip too much about the experience I'm still but... wet i never dried off <laughs> <laughs> yeah My, it's a problem you should go to urgent the, care chafing yes. from that, still wearing the boots <laughs> like i'm living the life that's why you're bow-legged, Adam. It's the chafing of the there thighs. There is a smell for sure, yeah. but I'm, I'm here. I'm a fisherman. I think Andrew filled out the waiters the best. It's never a competition of, oh, oh shit. But it is on this who, podcast. Who looks best thank in you. the waiters, but I, I think Andrew filled I out the waiters. I do look the best. No one has ever <laughs> said that Andrew doesn't have a juicy little boosy, and we've talked about it before. Yeah, you give me any kind of deep-sea diving suit, astronaut suit, river waiters, I'm going to make them work. I'm going to make them work on this. <laughs> <laughs> on this body. <laughs> so wait, let's let's wait basically break down and we'll get Elon um we'll kind of get to your thoughts on how we each did but we we got up uh, uh probably what about 6 5:30 so early, yeah. Yeah. Well, a thunderstorm uh, woke me up at 5, but I didn't have to wake up till 6. So, thanks. We met on the South Platte near Deckers a couple miles downstream from Deckers, Colorado. Um, and it's a beautiful drive. It's it's one of my favorite, quick, easy, just especially with the storm that just passed that Andrew was talking about. It was just like a pretty, pretty drive. It was like cool morning. Yeah, it was it was sweet. It's probably the prettiest drive I've ever taken in Colorado. And that's saying. <laughs> yeah, something. Andrew, you I, I want to uh, add this. Andrew is over Colorado. He's over it. He's made it very clear that he's seen every corner of this state. Right. It's boring to him now. We've I said the I-70 corridor was boring you know, As we all to know, me. beauty can only be appreciated once. If there's something beautiful and you see it, you're like, got it. And you could never... Then it's old it. hat. Yep. Internalized. Yep. Internalized and digested new beauty. You guys don't treat things yes. like that. 
Exactly. So when you're a boy droid like Andrew is, you boy do droid. things not for the emotional feelings or, um, or you know, for these sensations that are hard to explain. You do it to collect information yes. about mm-hmm. the topography. Exactly. Uh, it's all very, uh, yeah, analytical. But Andrew Gasp said that this was one of the prettiest drives he's ever. Yeah, I've driven all had over the state, the uh, and I've driven in pretty places in other states too. It was so pretty and such a cool road, fun road to drive on. Beautiful, beautiful road. So we got there, and Eland, you were amazing. Uh, you already had everything for us. You had hip waders and boots and. Uh, you had poles uh, or rods, I guess. What do they call? Are they called poles? And in- they are poles, but fly fishermen call them rods. But you can call them poles. It's okay. the same thing. No, 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 dude. Okay. We're fly fishermen uh, so- now. We say rods just like you. <laughs> yeah. call them whippy rods. sticks. You forget we're anglers now. We're full <laughs> fledged. And if I anglers. hear anybody call it a pole, I'm gonna be like, look at this fucking punk. Yeah, why don't you go find a pier <laughs> yeah. to sit on with your pole, dipshit? <laughs> yeah. I look forward to see you sitting on a curb holding your skateboard, you fucking poser. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but not us. Yeah, we get into the water, dude. We get into the get water. Rods. Um, yeah, and, and e- Elon, you very quickly gave us kind of an instructional, and then we were we were in the river, man. There was no fucking around. Like, you do this for a living. You teach kids all the time how to fish. So you're very, you had a shorthand. You, kn- you knew what you were doing. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, seeing, making sure you guys had everything you needed, uh, water, hats, and then... A quick casting lesson, which turned into a very sexual ordeal very quickly. Uh, huh? Who would have who would have done that? I wonder <laughs> Guys, who made it sexual. It was not, it was not huh. sexual. It was not. You guys caught a sexy fish on the line. It doesn't mean the fish was sexual just because it had a dance. So Andrew was practicing his cast in a field, and I caught the end of the line. <laughs> and then he reeled me in, and I had a little dance. That fish do fish dance as they come one, in. Elon, you know this. You spend a lot of time tend in the to dance. No, I've never seen drink. a fish dance so seductively, but I have seen fish <laughs> jump. So it was it was beautiful to watch, but it was new. Well, you've not caught a horny face cheek blower, which is what I am. And, uh, so, <laughs> rare, rare North American. <laughs> <laughs> you worked in the in the field with us on the proper technique, which this is a lot different than freshwater casting than just in a lake or deep sea fishing where you're trying to get that line to go out. This is more about an over the head kind of flicking the wrist, creating a flying motion or an insect motion with the end of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, with regular fishing, you're using like the weight of the. Um, or real fishing or spin fishing or however you want to call it, you're using the weight of the lure, the bait or whatever, and that has the the most mass on it. So you can just sort of like throw it as far as you can, like a baseball. Like you can you can get rid of it as far as you can. With this, it's much. You're using the weight of the line instead of what's at the end of the line. So you have to create like this tension, sort of release part for like a spring. So it's much more um, finessed. Uh, it's you, you can still like use muscle to a degree, but it's much more like taking your time, letting the rod load, and then shooting <laughs> shooting it out. So yeah, what was uh, crazy is the line on like growing up like cast fishing. The test on it is very thin. It's a very thin line, but yeah. the line on a on a uh, on like a, a fly fishing or an angling rod 
is a very thick neon line. Like it was easy to see and it carried most of the weight. Like, yeah. And, and those, and those have like different weights. So you could, you could fish, you know, a heavier line. If you want to get deeper in the water, if you're fishing a lake or in the ocean, you can fish a lighter line. If you are near like spooky fish that like, if that line lands on the water and they get scared, you can fish like a lighter line. So it's like different degrees, but you're, you're still using the weight of the line to create tension to make that spring so it can like flick out. So the rod is doing most of the work rather than like you blowing out your shoulder, throwing right. out the baseball game. Like the rod is doing the, the work and you're just sort of assisting, guiding the rod. Yeah. Yeah. It was super well, so, cool. So I, so, I th- and then, you know, you gave us instruction, you taught us kind of all the approach and then we all just got in the water and started doing the thing, which I, I appreciated because, you know, it's like, comedy it's just like i can give you a little bit of advice but you just got to get out there and try this and, and see what it is and i was i yeah. think a good way to proceed would be for you to give us each kind of a, a performance review let us let us know how we did um i, I just want to know how ben did first i'd like to hear how ben well, why don't we hear what how ben thought he did first feel- and then let's get uh elon's yeah let's hear how ben thought he did <laughs> yeah yeah let's hear, let's hear let's hear a little about what, about what we thought of it well for me the most interesting thing i've never worn hip waders and you're wearing like the hip waders with like these thick boots over the bottoms of it and so when i stepped in the water i thought my feet were wet because you do feel the cold and that's i was like these these are i'm soaked but then you kind of get used to it and then i don't think i did so i found my cast was a little more uh, sidearm uh, than it should have been. I think you came up at one point and corrected it. But I quickly got, like, I separated myself and kind of went further up and then more towards the middle of the stream, like, tried to get closer up to my thighs, like, deep in it. And uh, I was trying to fish the parts where it looked like the water was a little more calm maybe thinking that fish would sit in there and they didn't have to use a lot of energy, right, to, like, swim upstream because it was a pretty fast current. So I thought if there was little spots where it looked like the water was a little more calm, they'd kind of rest and hang out there. So I was trying to fish, like, along the edge in the reeds, like, in the water. And, like, um, I got one on the line, uh, and then he jumped off. Uh, I, he jumped out of the water and everything. And then when I finally got to pulling him in, I felt it release like he had got off and it didn't look like a very big fish, but overall, I think I did. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious to hear Eland. How do you think I did? Well, okay. I'll start off by saying this. I gave everyone the rods with the flies on them hooked up. And I was like, all right, just head to the water and I'll come by in a second and we'll just get situated oriented so people can start fishing i did it to andrew i did it to adam yeah and then i look back and ben is tangled <laughs> yeah by the most insane not tang like it looked like he tried <laughs> to get it tangled yes and that was i like, forgot I was about that part for- thank you for bringing that up for our fans yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gone for 10 seconds, and mm-hmm. all I asked was like, hey, just head down to the water for one second, <laughs> uh-huh. and I'll be there. And then I was like, well, 
Okay. Okay, so uh, Elon, uh, pause real quick. We probably should have told you I don't follow directions very well. Uh, so let's, so, so if, yeah. So, I mean, you, we, you know, we got everyone situated, came over, took the time. You, you got most of the knot out. I, I came and just made sure everything was straight, everything was good. Um, and then I will say you, you were probably the most, in fishing, we call it just being fishy. Like someone who's really fishy is someone who thinks like the fish. Adam is nodding aggressively, <laughs> yes, but I want to be clear, thinks, Adam, he's thinks, talking. This is a compliment. He's talking about. We do describe Ben as fishy all the time. <laughs> this so is a, yeah, in the end of angling world, this is a compliment. Like you were very fishy. You were looking at the water saying like, where would a fish be? How did they react? And you, you hooked up to two fish. I don't know if you remember the second fish that you, but you hooked up yep, to two fish by yourself. It wasn't me like saying cast over there. You kept like moving to the spot. So as an angler, you see, you were the most connect, you were the most fishy, which is, which is the plus, which is like someone like, Oh, if I'm going fishing, like yeah. this person knows how to like look at the water. They know how to like intuitive thinking like, like the fish. Yeah. Just like think like a fish. We've always said Ben knows how to think like a fish. Very fishy. So that was, that was cool. And. Probably the most, uh, uh, con- I would say, connected with the water or most, uh, uh, it, it seemed like you were having your own moment with the river. There's just been a lot going on. I've talked about everything happening, but also just just a lot happening with work and everything. That was the lowest my blood pressure had been in months. It was truly relaxing, truly enjoyable, just listening to the water and like standing there feeling it. I think like there is a difference with this style of fishing where you feel a connection, like you're actually standing in the water. You're like, I would put my hand in and just like feel it rushing by. It was beautiful. It was perfect temperature. There were birds everywhere. It was, yeah, man, I, I, can't thank you enough for that because I'm like it, it, I, I definitely felt the effects of that. Yeah, and every time I left, every time I left you to come, you know, check sure you may had you had flies or you weren't nodded or anything. Every time I walked away, I was like, he'll be okay. <laughs> like I was like, he'll he's okay, he's okay. He'll catch fish, he'll figure it out, but he'll he'll be okay. And I went, and then I would yeah. look at you as the sun was going by, and a tear fell, and I was like, he'll be all right. And then I would walk away. <laughs> Damn, Elon. That's it. It's beautiful. Thanks, Dad. Dad, and it's meant so much, you know, because um, I feel like you didn't recognize my accomplishments on the hill when I was snowboarding. But I feel like this, this definitely. Well, okay. All right. So I love that. Ben's fishy. Ben will be all right. Ben has a yeah. moment on the river. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. Andrew. Oh, all maybe? right. Yeah, Andrew, how do you think you did? Yeah, well, first off, I was, I was trying to say earlier, uh, it was just refreshing to like – Hang out with someone who's competent at what they're doing. Oh, boy. It just feels like there's so much incompetency in the world. It was great. Uh, the way Elon could get us all situated, explain everything. It was like, oh, wow, this person's like good at their shit. This is enjoyable. Um, made it made it real easy to learn the basic mechanics. Wasn't I'd never held a fly rod in my life. They they always seemed weird and kind of intimidating. I didn't even, you know, really understand how they worked. I'd gone uh, rod and reel fishing. Sorry, pole fishing, idiots. Uh, <laughs> now that we're part of the elite. Uh, I'd gone, yep. uh, you know, pole fishing and the fly fishing. It just seemed so alien and weird to me. So I had I'd felt a little not worried because it's, you know, it's still 
fly fishing, but a little kind of apprehensive about grasping it. But Elon made it super simple and uh, yeah, put me down in the water and um, he put you down in the water. He held you. Put <laughs> me down. Yeah, 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 a few times. Take me he to said the river. he didn't do that to you guys. He said it was you have to get baptized before you could fish. He didn't oh, do wow. that to you guys. How oh, long no. did he hold you under? No, yeah, a long time. Yeah, huh. till I was like, yeah, I saw, I saw some. I heard flailing around the bed. <laughs> yeah, I thought everyone got it. Oh, anyway, I guess it was special just for me. <laughs> I heard some flailing around the bed. Now I think that was a Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> flailing around the bed. Yeah, flailing coming around the bed, but it's. Actually, the Vietnam yeah. War. <laughs> yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> Some flailing around the bend. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah Elon uh, helped me down the water, and off I went uh, fishing. It was, um, I think I got a nibble. I don't, I can't even confirm that it was uh, a legit nibble because there were a few times I snagged on sticks and things in the water. But yeah, Andrew, can we say, had his eye and a connection to sticks prolific in the stick that fishermen was, yeah yeah i mean i did my Real. part cleaning up the south Platte. i don't know about you assholes but <laughs> i did my part uh i don't know what kind of bait Andrew i was came using up with so much shit from the bottom of the river. it was amazing they call me the dredger <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, I do have to interrupt just to paint a picture because Elon said you looked the best in the waders, but no one's talking about your pretty cool hat that you. I brought, did. I brought this like s- I have this kind of floppy hat. I wear a kayaking, and I brought it for this, and it was perfect. Uh, and you can laugh all you want, Ben. It was the perfect. No, it snapped on one side, and you snapped. I'm laughing because you snapped one she side snapped up, one like side. the GI Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It snapped. It, it, well, I think we have footage of it, but yes, it, for some reason you could snap up either side of it like uh, an Australian bounty hunter or something but but it's a great hat for keeping the sun off your face patreon stay tuned we've got some really good footage of andrew snapping one of those hats like don't don't get out of your seat just yet to run to your computer wait till the podcast is over just wait is that some sick (laughs) andrew you to me looked the most river you look like you knew what you were doing. You look like you belong. It's that there. floppy hat. Well, you just also you wear clothes that fit. <laughs> like even uh, <laughs> honestly, like earth tone things, outdoorsy clothing. Like you love shit like that. So yeah, I I enjoy things that are kind of a process of refinement, and fly fishing certainly seemed like that. You know, like with each cast, the casts are short. The the line goes by pretty quick and then you're on to the next cast and you can kind of refine those movements and like, ah, I'm, I'm not quite getting it out as far as I want. Ah, I don't quite have this snap that I want. And then Elon showed me how to kind of clean the line and I'd be like, okay, well now I'm keeping, you know, my line clean. I'm keeping my pole pointed in the right direction. There's all these like little like micro adjustments you can make each time. And I always feel pretty satisfied with any activity uh, uh, that has that. So I was just kind of enjoying the process of refinement even though i didn't i didn't catch anything but yeah i mean to be honest just standing in the river around uh all of that kind of natural beauty it was it was very pleasant i did not for one second did i regret not catching a fish all right elon how do you think that andrew did it sounds like he's appraising himself as sort of shitty but enjoying it <laughs> so how do you think yeah did? that's fair <laughs> Sort of shitty, but enjoying yeah. it. The Andrew Orbital story. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to buy my book? It's at airports everywhere. <laughs> All right. What do you think, Elon? Well, Andrew showed up 
first. Uh, AKA on time, not 25 he minutes was... late, you assholes. Oh, wow. Get a rare is, chance to gloat. First. Yeah, that is and I'm taking it. And history. I'm taking it. <laughs> Putting the pro and procrastinator. He is definitely. Uh, so, yeah, what what do you he was think? The first, he was the first one to show up, waiters on. Um, and then I'll be honest, he got a little pre-practice in before you two showed up of casting. So he was just sort of leisurely walking around the lot doing some casting and i it looked it, i was like this guy's gonna be he's gonna be a we call it a stick was just someone who is like really good at casting who can like lay it down but he caught sticks so it's an appropriate so ben is fishy and andrew's the stick he's a stick yeah so just yeah. Fucking love his nicknames it. are never leaving just like on, on <laughs> yeah. the money so um i was i was like excited to like watch andrew fish because i was like oh yeah he's gonna He's gonna have himself a day. We we didn't. He didn't catch any fish, but I just, you know, we we only fished a small section of, of river. I feel like if we would have explored a little bit more and moved around, I think everyone would have uh, would have would have got something. But um, yeah, didn't he, he didn't get knotted up or tangled once out of out of all of you? He was the only one that mm. not get uh, knotted up or tangled. So I was. I was happy about that. Um, <laughs> I did get tangled on a stick, but yeah. I fixed it myself. So he was self-sufficient, oh, and every stick. time I—that's such a stick move. <laughs> and every time I—I yeah. uh, I went back, he was just like, "Okay, so what do I do now?" So just like he said, it's—it's it's a thing of refinement. Like there's all these like little pieces that you can just keep adding to be a better angler, to be better chance of catching fish and reading the water and stuff. And every time I went back to him, he was just sort of tweaking it and like making it perfect um even in you know a few short hours of fishing so um i I was like excited to like watch if i could have sat down and like watched you all fish i probably would have watched andrew the whole time oh hell yeah i'll take it i'll take it it's a really hearty endorsement all right that's a good so he's 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 fun to watch Juicy Boosie, and he fills out a pair of hip waders. That's really what it is. A lot of hat options. A lot of different hat options. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, that's pretty great. That's a really good Adam, uh, what about you? Um, Tell us your story of the river. <laughs> well, there were those other guys on the river who were fishing with us, and it was a little distracting when I got there, and they were like, it's, ba- it's Brad Pitt from A River Runs Through It, and they wanted to take a picture with me. So that was weird. Because I'm like, I'm not him. (laughs) (laughs) But I, yeah, no, I was kind of intimidated like Andrew because I feel like you see, you know, those those iconic pictures of fly fishermen and it just seems more like a like a lassoing like there's a a rhythmic thing you really got to do but as Elon explained, it's just kind of like, you know, simulating the food for the fish. So it's not. It was easier than I thought it would be in that there's not some sort of rhythm you have to get in and and really find it. It's just kind of throwing it out there and letting the river do most of the work. So I was relieved to find that it was easy to do. There wasn't like this. Obviously, you can get better, like Andrew said, and, and you'll learn a ton. But just like to jump in there and do it, you can pretty much do it if you're if you're paying attention. That really relieved me. I thought there'd be like, dude, you're gonna have to like if you want to you know, go for hours before you even start to figure this out. And that made me, made me happy. But also just like you guys said, man, being on the river and that beautiful morning and I brought my binoculars and there were birds going around. There were all those tree swallows and, and um, goldfinches and like, you're literally in the river I'm in my happy place. That's fucking great. Adam, Adam, I think Elin called it out when we were in there that Adam was wearing hip waders and then he had a pair of 
binoculars on with him, which was yeah, dude. a really funny look, like you were trying to mix a few different things. Super in, outdoorsman, you know. trying to prove a point. I had a shotgun on me. <laughs> I had a bear trap. <laughs> he <Yeah>. was duck <laughs> hunting at the same time. <laughs> doing it all. I, hey, I bought that fucking fishing license. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting use out of it. Yeah, so I think I did okay, but I, I think I wasn't, as fluid on the river, every time I tried to move around, I'm like, oh, God, I almost fell fell over. So I would tend to stick in one spot. But, yeah, I thought my casting was pretty fluid. I'll just say that. I thought... You're burying the lead, Adam. Well, uh, I'll let Eland. I'll let Eland take that one. <laughs> all right. Well, Eland, then, how do you think Adam did? The it, it, We're all waiting with bated breath. Pardon the pun. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, how do you think Adam Ron, did? Ron, please mute Ben. Thanks. That, that one I like because it's not about sex. That's fun. That's an innocent pun. It doesn't always have to be about sex. I love it. I've remained that. largely sex-free this one, although we're coming to the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. We'll see what happens. Uh, what do you think, Elin? I think, I think Adam did... I think Adam did great. One of the best parts about fishing for me is maybe not fishing and like looking at birds, looking at plants. So when I saw him with his binoculars, most of me was making fun of him, but there was a small part of me. <laughs> there, was a, there was a small part of me that was jealous of, I was like, this guy, he's, he's like in it right now. Like he's, he's like, casting and looking at goldfinches in like a small bush across the river. And I was like, yeah, he's, He's dialed into the into the nature right now. Like he, if we left him and we went back to get him, he would he would be okay. He would die. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, He'd be dead so fast. <laughs> so it was it was it was fun to watch someone uh, uh, be excited about being in the water. He did have a really bad tangle. So he said his casting was fluid, yes. and it it got there. <laughs> yeah, after he got a really bad tangle, and we worked it out, and then he he tweaked it, and then was doing great, and then we were sort of in the in the motion of moving to the next spot, doing a little bit of change of scenery, and uh, Adam, I think, proclaims to the world, to the nature. We haven't caught anything. I haven't even seen a fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even seen a fish, I said. Maybe it's five seconds later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, that's a, a I fish. Think that's like, fish. oh, shit, I'm late for work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he hooks into a fish. I'm going to get fired from the river. Yeah. Uh, and reels it in and lands a, it lands a brown trout, which is which is pretty special. And it was a, Yay, Adam it was a super, super, super pretty, pretty, pretty fish. And. Um, it was, I mean, it was probably like eight inches, which is a good size for a fish, but it was, uh, it was very, very pretty. Um, sometimes they're, they're prettier than they are bigger. So it was beautiful, but I don't feel like Elon's doing this justice at all. First I hooked this thing. Elon goes, that thing's going to rip you out of the water. He dives under. He starts putting rocks around my feet. So I'm grounded. So this fish isn't going to take me away. And then he's like, Adam, you're hardly a fisherman. There's no way you're going to get it alone. He starts going in on the rod. And now Elon and I are battling this fucking fish. Those other guys who thought I was Brad Pitt came. They start helping getting this fish out. And collectively between four, well, three professional fishermen, one amateur, we fucking reeled this monster in. And Andrew and Ben are like, oh, shit, let me get a picture. And Elon's like, we're still fucking fighting it. Relax. And and finally, finally, we pull this thing out. Yeah. It's the, frid, it's the fucking. Elon's like, I go all over the world. I go all over the world. And I've never seen a fish this beautiful. You're connected. 
This is a magic fish. <laughs> I don't want to detract from Adam's story. I thought it was a tadpole when it came out of the water. I thought it was a tadpole. I've seen bigger fish in an aquarium at a Chinese restaurant than this fish. So, just, I mean, it's honestly like it's a subjective thing, but I, that's how I remember it. I felt bad for this baby that you took away from its mommy is what happened. Elon just was like, yeah. dude, this is like probably a top three fish of my fucking life. <laughs> And he called me. He called me brother. He's like, we're fish brothers now that we got this oh, together. This is so sad. And, uh, I missed the whole it Hogan was, it moment. It was so fucking. Oh, it was badass. It was. It was badass. Is what it was. It was so basically, Adam pulled Nemo out yeah. of. I mean, a very small fish, but it did look beautiful from cute. where I was, was standing. Cute. I was squinting. I want to say yeah, also, all um, the other fishermen on, on the creek had like big nets. And I was like, what's in this river? Holy shit. They had like serious nets. Elon had no net. And I was like, oh, I guess that's his confidence level in us. Maybe. I don't know. But then when Adam caught the fish, Elon took off his fucking baseball cap and swooped the fish up in it. And I was like, that's about the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then that hat was lost to the river, right? But yeah. it looked cool. It was a cool move. I was like, see, Elon knows Elon knows what's in this river. He knows you just need a baseball cap. You don't need some fucking huge ass net. It was cool. Yeah, I well, I brought my I thought I brought a net and then I forgot it. And I was like, well, if these boys catch a fish, we got I can't just like grab the line because the line is so small and sensitive. It'll break and then we'll lose the fish. And so I just the hat was the only option. And you know the fish. I will say the fish barely fit in the hat. We'll say that it was, a, and I have a big head. Yeah, well, you got so a huge fish, head, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the fish barely fit in the hat. But uh, as as far as catching fish on the South Platte, I will say Decker's South Platte is one of the toughest rivers in Colorado to catch a fish because it gets fished all year long. It gets like a lot of pressure. A lot of people go there. They float it. They fish it. They. It's just. It's just always busy. So to catch a fish in the South Platte is like a, it's no small feat. I mean, there's anglers who have been doing it for years who still haven't caught fish in the South Platte. So it's a, uh, yes. it's a pretty good mark, good, good mark on the count, good mark on the, on the score sheet. A feather in your cap. And our, to our friends real quick down in around New Orleans or Morgan City, Louisiana, if you see Elon's hat <laughs> uh, as it empties out of the Mississippi, <laughs> If you could gr yeah, grab you. it, just ship for it back. Us, ship that it would back. mean a well, lot to the well, here's what boys. Here's what happened. Adam catches his fish. I we scoop it with the hat. We're taking pictures with it. He's kissing it. it I, I wanted to leave his moment to him and the fish. <laughs> and then Ben yells, "I have a fish!" And I look at Ben, and he's tied on the fish. And it's like it's he's like fighting it for a second. So I don't know what I did with my hat. I must have either dropped it or just threw it in excitement like into the air like it was the 30s <laughs> yeah. and they were coming back from a cruise. I do recall you shrieking. You shrieked hysterically. And then yeah, I you ran went, down the river. It's, and then it's, you went, it's rain fish. <laughs> Hallelujah. You were out there like I imagine you maestroing this whole thing just dancing in the... My boys, they're catching them for me. We became your downlines. This was a fish pyramid mm -hmm. scheme. Yeah. It's uh, the artist thing. Adam bit the dorsal fin right off this thing in a moment of raw passion for the for the. So there's a lot of so, excitement happening fast, uh, and I, I must have. 
did something with that, and now the hat is, yeah. <laughs> now, Eland, um, because we are incredibly petty, as you've um, seen so far, what with the constant taunting about my sexuality, <laughs> um, you are now going to be tasked with... <laughs> now you're going to be tasked. I would like you to crown a winner. Who is oh. the king of the river? Uh, I would love to know this. And we'll wait. The king of the river. And I will do you a favor, Elin, and say, I don't think this is at all what you believe fishing to be. <laughs> I think you are just like, dude, it's for everybody. It's all chill. Who gives a shit? But this is a petty but podcast. it's on us yes. to ruin things like this for everyone. And if I had got that fish, I want you to understand, Elin, I would have, like, I'm emptying out a tube of toothpaste, just drained salmon roe raw <laughs> from that fish or trout roe <laughs> right into my mouth. And just keep that in mind when you're making a decision because I was connected. Ugh. Okay, Adam, Andrew, let's talk. Let's let him deliberate. <laughs> so While Elin deliberates, I would like to point out that when I'm having my moment of triumph after fucking landing Jaws, <laughs> of course, of course, Ben has to be like, me too. Did Adam get something? And then he fucking gets a bite to fucking distract. And then what happened? Like, can I not have anything? It wasn't a distraction. The fish said, I'm not going to let that chode bitch fucking <laughs> you win faked this. It. You got you. you oh, got I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, let Elon, let Elon right. answer. Okay. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Elon, this is tough, I know. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about it. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's been keeping you up at night. You're waking up too early in the morning. I, I have thought about this. I thought about when I left, and I'm, I've been thinking about it this morning. I would have to say it's probably Ron. Producer Ron, he wasn't even there. Oh, he had to work. Elon, that's the worst. That's the worst you can do. You won't be back on the podcast <laughs> oh, by saying man. that. I don't, I don't even again. think we're going to air this. You know, one. Ron would. You know what Ron would have crushed it though. We could. You could yeah, just tell. Yeah, I think he just. I think he was prepared and he was sad to miss out. And I think that's the that's the pinnacle of of fishing. Is like, damn, I sh if I was there, I would have crushed it a fisherman's tail is always like if i was there if the fish landed if this that is a huge part of it probably would have just a huge part of it so i think that's the that's the king of the river no i i i i actually like this i, I actually kind Producer of like Ron this is yep. the, is the king yeah of the river. he didn't even show right. up that'd and be I, a lesson to you you want to be the the hot dog fisherman stay home and talk about it <laughs> stay home and talk about it elon so at the end of the podcast, every time, normally what we do is we ask, does this make the world a better place? And would you do this again? But when we were standing there, you and I were having a conversation about like what this means to you and like how it's kind of connected to your past, like as far as like growing up, I think it was your grandfather or somebody. And it was really great. And I just wanted to give you the chance like to say, like, does this make a world a better place? And what does this mean to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if, like, just me fishing makes the world a better place, but I think sharing it with other people is, like, a part of that, is, like, just, you know, getting outside of the city and the noise and the constraints of just everyday life and just going, I mean, even not even the fishing, just going to nature, taking a drive, sitting in the water. Um, I, I would hope that that makes, you know, the world a better place because people just get to get outside themselves a little bit and just kind of feel connected to the water or birds or casting or, or what, however that looks like for people. And yeah, I mean, it's, this is like the, it's like my, one of the things I love doing the most, I always tell people teaching people how to fish is like one of my joys. And then like doing stand up comedy are like the two times where I like feel my, like, I feel like who I'm supposed to be. Like, I feel like I'm like supposed to be 
there. Like it's it's like a ingrained of like my my DNA. And yeah, my grandfather was a biologist for the uh, Division of Wildlife in Colorado, and he actually ran the bird program and the raptor rehabilitation program in Colorado. So oh wow, that's kind of how I got wow. my nature bird love. And then uh, yeah, just being on the water, it's. Sometimes I think about jokes. Sometimes I think about, you know, comedy, but most of the time I just, I just think about fishing, which sort of puts everything else out of my mind. Cause it's like an active thing. It's like, Oh, are there fish over there? Are there fish there? And then maybe I have a thought about a joke, but then I'm like, Oh, I'm fishing. So it just like takes me out of myself and like a little bit of like ego. And I don't know, just, uh, it makes me like present in, in the moment and like who, who I am. So. And I love sharing it with people. That's like the best part is seeing people catch fish or seeing people feel connected or just have a good time on the water is like, is, is something that's super fun. So I don't know if it, if it, you know, is going to save the world, but I hope that people can feel at least a part of the world when they, when they go fishing, when they're, when they're on the water. Fuck yeah. That's a great <laughs> way of saying it. I don't know if it'll save the world, but you feel part of the world. I love that. I think we should let that be the final world for all three of us. I do want to say, Elon. Anyone who's kind of casually interested in fly fishing, what should they do? Yeah, I mean, go to, I mean, especially if you're in Denver or in Colorado, there's a, you can go to something called fly shops. They're like fishing stores, but specifically for fly fishing. You walk in there and you say, hey, my friend Elon told me to come in. I'm a beginner. <laughs> Tell me the things I just want to get started. Can you like, and they'll give you like a cheap rod and reel combo from like, you know, $50 to a hundred bucks. And they'll have your fishing pole, the fishing rod fishing reel, the line, they'll give you a couple of flies and you can like just go out and, and practice and ask them like if they have beginner classes or if you know anybody that fishes, ask to come along. I feel like most anglers, most fly fishermen are always like, yeah, just come out and hang out. Like more people to fish with, the, the it makes it, sometimes it's nice to fish alone, but sometimes it's nice to sit with your friends and talk stuff on the water and make fun of each other or support each other and net each other's fish. So go to a fly shop, say my friend Elon sent me and uh, just ask like, Hey, I want to get started and they'll, they'll hook you up. Nice dude. And as always, that is the best part. Like the three of us are very dear friends, but mostly now it's work. It's like the podcast or the live show or projects. We don't, hang out enough just as friends. So like you got us out on the water. I had like a great conversation with Andrew when you were doing with Ben, vice versa. It was just very fun to be on the water with friends. Like I, I, that made a great Absolutely. morning. I, I, I do want to share this memory because I don't know if we have the footage, but Adam and I were standing in the river, beautiful, every direction you look like a postcard. We'd just been talking about how beautiful it was. And a minute goes by and Adam goes, man, this is beautiful. I just wish I could be here with some friends. <laughs> I almost, yeah, I almost, sl- so I almost fell in the river laughing because it yeah. was just like the perfect, and <laughs> the perfect I, yeah, moment for thank it. you, thank you a million times for taking the time, and you, your love of teaching comes out in how well you taught, and uh, your uh, passion for the outdoors as well just comes out. Uh, when you're out there and people listening, uh, Elon has a, a web series called Comedians on the Fly. Great fucking name, by the way. And uh, we're going to be an episode of that. But there are also um, going to be other episodes with other really funny people where he just takes comics out and 
take some fly fishing and they chat about comedy and jokes and the river and uh, you should check that out and shout out to Jeff Stonick who was there yeah. filming Comedians on the Fly the whole time with us it was also a very fun hang as as always and fell in the river and did not stop recording drop his yeah. camera did not yeah did not yeah. stop recording champ. it was fucking pro fucking he was pro. full pro it was like he was up to his nipples his waders <laughs> got water in it but he did not sacrifice the shot or his equipment so yeah uh, Very impressive. It, it was amazing. I can't thank you enough, Elon. I mean, we can't. This is amazing, man. You're, yeah, dude. Thanks, thanks again for getting us out on the road. Glad you guys could come out. It was, it was exciting. It's probably going to be the best episode of Comedians on the Fly and the, and the most fun I've had in a while hanging with with comics on the water. So it was, uh, it was just, a, it was a fun time. It was just a good time, and we caught a fish. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah you point a camera. Yeah. You point a camera at us. We're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> There's a, a lot of bickering we're before and after, but we're gonna go. <laughs> a lot of goofing. A lot a goof and obviously uh <laughs> elon mentioned uh his love of fly fishing also mentioned his love of stand-up uh so why don't we listen to some more stand-up because you are also a fantastic fucking comic and one of our favorites uh so we're gonna listen to some uh, comedy from elon and when we return third actors you're on deck the best third act in the biz we've got uh, more show coming for you also it's birthday shout out time august get ready your birthday shout outs are coming uh we're also going to tease the next episode's challenge it's the best third act in the game you stay tuned and even though producer ron won the challenge only one person caught a fish (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm not dating women who have cats anymore let me rephrase that. I'm not dating white women anymore. And uh, I've served my time, you know? My body, my choice. And uh, <laughs> I actually do have a girlfriend, and she has a cat. <laughs> and she is white. And uh, <laughs> it's the market, man. I live in Denver. What do you want me to do? Uh, <laughs> it's like if you went to the grocery store and there was one type of bread. All right, not all the bread fans in here. All right. <laughs> no, we, I, I care about her a lot, and I really enjoy being with her. One thing we do, she, we get into arguments quite a bit. One of our biggest arguments we've ever gotten is, uh, she said that I make the same noises during sex as I do as eating a good cookie. <laughs> and I was like, babe, what are you talking about? She's like, you do, you make the same noise during sex as you do in the, eating a good cookie. And I was like, well, show me what I do. And she was like, you bite the cookie, and you're like, uh, <laughs> good snickerdoodle will do that to you, dog. Good snickerdoodle will do that to you. Third actors, bienvenidos, bienvenue. You have landed at the meat of the episode, the, yes. uh, the much-anticipated third act. We had a hell of an episode before this. You don't care about that. You're here for what we have to offer now, and that is some sincere thank yous. We want to thank uh, Elon Stribling for making this whole thing happen. That was so much fun. Thanks for taking us out fishing. And I want to thank Jeff Stonick as well for filming the whole thing. Ben, they film a, a web series called Comedians on the Fly. Tell them when our episode's coming out. It's out now, Adam. I don't even have to tell them when it's out. It's out freaking now. 
I mean, that's yep. the internet. That's the internet, baby. And it's the speed at which people bring you content these days. You can't slow down. The second you finish this episode about fishing, you want to go watch it. Yes. And now you can. Yes. Because Comedians on the Fly with the Grolix is out now everywhere. There's a link in the show notes. Yes. And we'll also share it on our Patreon, of course. But yeah, thanks to Elon and thanks to Jeff for, for just a good time and for putting that whole episode together. Andrew's not... Adam, I want to do it because I never get to do it, oh, so I'm going to do it. And I think my man, being, Go I would it. argue, the most musical of the three of us, I would like to do this. I think okay, that's so fair. I, I think I'm that's I'm going to change it up. I'm going to do it a little different. I'm going to do a, a plug, 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 I know, I know, but it, it, it had a, almost like a, a nutcracker type feel, and, and there was you know, a yule tide energy to it. I, yes. I feel like I should start plugging some December shows. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I, I know, you know, I start no, we got to keep it current. We got to yeah. keep it current. Ben, what way are you missing the Grolix this month? Uh, stop, dude! Come on. How are you? How are you missing the Grolix this month? What way did you manufacture to do it? No, no. Okay, listen. Just stop for a second. Okay, yes, I am going to miss the Grolix. I am going to be doing a run of shows in Montana for the lovely folks at uh, Bone Dry Comedy. I will unfortunately be missing the Grolics again this month, but I'm sure you're tore up about it. But I will be in Billings on Thursday, the 24th, Bozeman, the 25th. Uh, I'll be in Missoula on the 26th and Helena on the 27th. So you can uh, get uh, tickets now at bonedrycomedy.com to come and see me. And uh, yeah, so, and I'm sorry, Adam. Oh, no, oh, no, do not apologize to me, for I'm happier with you gone. Apologize to the fans who show up and would like to see the Grolix experience. You know that's tough. I can. I have trouble apologizing after everything they've done to me. Well, I have that's trouble something you all need to them. work out together in your couples counseling, and I applaud you both. You and the fans for going to couples counseling together like this. It's a mature choice. I am going to audience counseling. I know that. <laughs> it's and it's tough. But it's <laughs> I care about the Grolics, and so does Andrew. And we will be there on uh, August 26th at the Bug Theater. It's a hell of a show. We got River Butcher headlining. Our bud coming in. Chanel Hughes is on the bill. And while we don't have Ben Roy, we have Ben Bryant, who a lot of people are saying upgrade no 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 one is saying that so anyway tickets are in the show notes it was going to be a blast it is a hell of a lineup we will have a good time without ben and and with ben bryant okay that's fine and everybody listen you're listening to this podcast as always please leave a review you can review subscribe follow us please leave a review of this podcast i got one i got one oh, i got, got a new one. review adam got, got a good review. review okay quick it's a very it's a, be a quick one because i know this is a packed packed uh third act but that's what the third actors come for. Okay, so it's Amanda GBB, five stars, okay. both funny and fun, Amanda writes. Not sure how this ended up on my feed, but I clicked on it, and I'm really glad that I did. And that's what I like about this. It wasn't like, oh, a friend told me. It just sort of came into their feed. Brave Amanda's like, why not? Let's see what this is about. Grolic Saves the World is both funny and fun. The way they make each other laugh makes me laugh, and it's great to listen to on my commute or when I'm trying to get through a difficult spreadsheet. 
the data don't analyze themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. It's fun. I like when people say it's stuff. It's a good data riff. I also enjoy the variety of the challenges. Some of my favorites include the Ulysses Challenge, bird watching, and the Swimming Chow Chow. Another thing that I like is the stand-up comedy clips that they play during the break. It's a way to discover comics that I've never heard before. I enjoy it so much that I've upgraded to the Ben level via Patreon. Looking forward to my personalized welcome message. So Amanda not only bravely is like, what's this podcast about? Got into it. Listened to the comics we recommended, became fans of them, and then became a patron. Amanda is the perfect podcast fan. Also wrote a five-star review. Thank you, Amanda. We appreciate it. If you don't already, you can find us on all of the social meds at Grawlix Comedy. We're, we're everywhere. And we also want to uh, hear about your fishing tales. You like that? Uh, do you, you know what I mean? And, and we, we want to know, do, have you ever tried fishing? And what do you do? What's your rod like? We'd like to know all sorts of things. So uh, please reach out to us uh, and uh, tell us what you've done. And, 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 and do you love the outdoor stuff? Anyway, come on. Engage with us. We love hearing from you at Grolix Comedy. Mostly we love hearing from you on Patreon because that means we're getting some of your hard-earned buccaroonzos. <laughs> That's what I call them. Buccaroons? And call them buccaroons. It would, buccaroonzos. Oh, and okay. If you feel like throwing us four buccaroonzos a month, <laughs> you can take part of our new Patreon offer, the four for four, where we give you the fourth act for four dollars, and that's what? just another chunk of Grolic Comedy Pod for four dollars. We're just giving this yeah, shit away, Ron. You'd have to be you crazy to, be to give this away. Crazy. And mental illness does pulse through all of yes, our veins for yeah. sure. I'm crying right now for no reason. And I'm crying on the inside. Yes. And it's only $2 per episode for a totally ad-free experience. Yeah. Ben, what's one of the main perks of Patreon? Well, you know, it's quickly rose up to the top to become one of the favorite things. Birthday shout-outs. Right. And boy, I got to tell you, August is a busy one. So it looks like November, sometime around December, parents be fucking. Parents be fucking. And I think it's like the first snow. Yeah. You think they're Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving babies. They're doing a little stuffing of their own. (laughs) Well, I think, I think their parents just went to town on Thanksgiving dinner, got a little drunk, came home, collapsed on their living room floor. And they're like, well, fuck it. We're already lying on the floor. And then they just put their bodies on top of each other. You know what I mean? Adam, your, your, your impressions of what sex are, are always troubling. It's always, they put their heavy, <laughs> heavy laden with food bodies on each other and babies were made. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to do this one anymore. So why don't we just get to them? We're going to do our shout outs. <laughs> I'm just picturing these parents that... of these Patreons rubbing their big old bodies all over each other. And I think it's oh, beautiful. God. Uh, uh, I think it's love. Okay. Well, it's making me sick every time you do that. <laughs> all right. So, well, let's do this. We're going to do our shout outs. This time I say, uh, and I think you came up with this in the break. So we're saying, uh, why don't we, uh, for the birthday shout outs, why don't we tell people what these particular birthday uh, folk have fished out of rivers? Oh, uh, when yeah, they're yeah, fishing. yeah, yeah. They're just on the side of the stream. Yeah, some of the, yeah, they're on the stream. What have they caught? Sure, uh, sure. And and I think that I I think this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, things they've pulled out of a river when fishing. You want to go first, Ben? Yeah, I would love All right, to. So big happy birthday to Megan Cross. What has Megan Cross fished out of, of their respective stream? This is an easy uh-huh. one because I just talked to her to say thanks. She fished my catalytic converter out of the Cherry Creek River. 
uh, Megan Cross was out in Colorado here doing a little fishing. I had lost the catalytic converter off of my Nissan, uh, my Altima, and uh, lo and behold, Megan digs well, it out. I think she that's took it. I'm not going to no, say that's just a favor to it, you. Well, she found it. I just think it's a kind of a random thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't All know. Right. I don't know. It's a little sus. As the kids say, but, but I want to say thanks because there are precious metals inside that. That's why they're going after it. Adam, I got one here for you. August baby Jen Paget. Yep. Uh, been a longtime supporter of us. Oh, yeah. that's easy. You got this easy. one? Easy. Dead bod. Found Whoa, a dead bod. Oh, the old classic. She was seven. She was alone and she hooked it and it was a full man. And as a seven year old, she was able to pull it to the shore. And very clearly see, oh, this is a dead man. And she did the right thing. She called the authorities, and, and it was a missing person and all that. But Jen was haunted by it and still wow. is. Wow, that is amazing. Wow. Well, thank you, Jen, for doing the right mm-hmm. thing. I think it's my turn. Yeah, and I will toss you a big happy birthday to Niels Magelson. And I think I said that perfectly. I think so, too. He actually fished out a complete mirror image of himself, which was strange. Oh, my God. It was almost that as if strange. the line went into the water and it was the upside down from Stranger Things. And he fished oh my himself God. out. And through that, they've had a lot of very deep experiential conversations about life and who they are. And he realizes this person is just the 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 the, the bad side of himself. And he's learned to really come to terms with that. So I want to say congratulations. Okay. This was a hard pull out of the water, but I think you're a better person for it. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Nils. Uh, Adam, next one up, Matt. Lorenzo, this one goes to you. Oh, sure, Matt. No, I actually heard about this because this was a score. Matt just scored a tin can full of porn. Just a forest, <laughs> just a guy that lives in the woods, treasure trove of porn, old magazines, some videos. It's just like a, a dream can when you're a what kid. What was this tin can? Yeah, tin, original. Well, like a, like a, like a big coffee oh, can, okay. like, a big, like a pretty big yeah. can. Um. And so it's just stuffed full of just old nudie mags and, and just clearly some some weirdo's treasure trove. And Matt never looked back. Grabbed that big tin can, that oversized big tin can of porn, ran home, and and honestly became a man. Wow! <laughs> wow! Congratulations, Matt. You don't see that a lot. You you gotta you gotta you gotta play the lotto tonight. I tell you what, you gotta play the lotto. Um, yeah, hey Ben, we got a we got a Patreon. Named Brent the Brewer Sewer. That's our Patreon yeah. fan's name. Yeah. And you ought to have seen Brent's just so stuffed full parents climbing <laughs> no. on top of each other's oh, okay. bodies yeah, on the let's floor. Not, let's not do that. Years I'll go ahead. ago, beneath I'll a tell roaring you. fire as no, Brent... I- I don't want to do that. Uh, front, uh, uh, I know what Brent pulled out of the water. Get this. Just a fish uh, of no real consequence. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was a small fish it was one he had to throw mm. back it wasn't oh. really all that impressive a fish i don't i don't know what it was I, I but i mean he caught a fish that's great brent i'm i'm, I'm it's what you're out there it's what you're out there for yeah yeah and, and congratulations brent the the brewer sewer on on your fish you got one and that's what yeah. this is all <laughs> happy about. happy birthday brent and, okay adam you're up next uh <laughs> You know this person very well, so I have no doubt you're going to get this right off the bat. Because old fishing buds, Tracy Sandoval. Oh, 
Tracy ripped out of the water Wings album Venus and Mars, the classic Wings album, <laughs> Venus and Mars on vinyl. Wings Tracy has a just classic album? I don't recall that. But <sighs> Wings has several classics <laughs> albums, and Venus and Mars is the real treasure. And a lot of kids had to go hunt it down at record shops. Tracy just <sighs> plucked it out of the stream, wow. and it was Perfect. Not damaged. Put it on her, her little record player and, and just rocked out that after. Wow. Wow. Happy That's birthday, cool. Tracy. That's cool. Next birthday is just kind of mysterious, Ben. It's, uh, it's Jesse. Jesse, no last name, Ben, is a longtime Patreon who just upgraded to the Ben level. That's a thing yes. you can do. They were maybe at the Adam level. At the Andrew level, they just upgraded to the Ben level. And welcome to the Cadillac of our well, Patreon. and that's the problem. Uh, that's why Jesse insists on anonymity and just the first name. Uh, Jesse fished out a Cadillac that had the body of prolific union organizer Jimmy Hoffa in it. And oh uh, it's choosing right now to remain anonymous. Doesn't want to get in the middle of how Hoffa ended up at the bottom of that river and the car. I mean, there's just a lot of murkiness to it, much like the river. And so uh, I think that it's best that we just keep Jesse on a first name because no one wants to be in the middle of that, not in the Gambino crime family. The four families. I, no, definitely not. And Jesse, thank you for doing it because we've all wondered where old Hoffa is. And thanks to you, we now know. Uh, New Jersey, I believe. I don't know. Um, Adam. Uh, I'm going to throw you the mm-hmm. last one. Brand new Patreon, which sure. you can be as well. You can not only upgrade, you can also just be a brand new Patreon subscriber, which we the love possibility, as much. The possibilities are literally endless. <laughs> They're so literally endless you when you join our this. Patreon. This is so great. Uh, so I'm going to throw this one to you real quick. Give me what Crystal Collins fished out of a river. This is actually kind of a crazy story, and a lot of people may have heard about this on the news. Crystal Collins's dad one day says, I'm going out for cigarettes, never comes back. And they just thought, oh, well, fuck, the dude abandoned his family, whatever. Turns out he did go out for cigarettes. He was kind of a poetic soul. He was smoking a butt by the river, tripped, fell in, knocked his head, unconscious, was going to drown. A family of beavers pulled him into their den and fed him and kept him alive for 11 years. Like, it was over a decade. I can't remember the exact details. Crystal, one day, is fishing, gets it hooked deep in some in some sticks. She can't figure it out. Pulls her own dad out of the water. He's healthy. He's fine. He's a little confused. And they rekindled their relationship back from the dead. He's now part of the family. It's just a crazy thing that happened to them. And I'm so grateful that Crystal went fishing that day. And that she and her dad are back well, together. And, of it. and uh, Crystal, that's a tale as old as time. I think it's one we've heard from friends of ours before, but it's cool that it happened yeah. to you. You know, I mean, a, a little mm-hmm. hacky, Adam. Little hacky. I'm not going to lie to you. Heard that one before. You, well, I mean, sometimes hacky is because it's based yeah. in the truth. And this story <laughs> happens a lot. And so it has become sort of hack. However, it also happened to yeah, Crystal. Yeah. Well, I, I, what a group of people. Uh, Thanksgiving, people be fucking. I'm getting ready uh, for Thanksgiving. I only fuck on Thanksgiving. So, um, 
Get your bodies on no, the floor. I, Get your bodies no, on the, the floor. Fu- <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Not many people know that Drowning Pool song was a Thanksgiving song. It was about our parents fucking. Yeah. Uh, it's about our parents fucking all tired and fat on turkey. Happy birthday, August babies. And once again, thank you to everybody that supports us on Patreon. You all are the best. You can get your own birthday shout out. Patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. As always, the link is down there in the show notes. I think we should probably issue a little bit of a thanks, especially this one, to dry land fly rod, Ron Doyle. Sure. I mean, this guy, you can fish anything out of a stream of traffic. You chuck old Ron out there, you know, you get him casting out. He'll come out with anything from traffic. It's amazing. I've seen him. I've seen him on highway overpasses casting. Yeah. He's also holding a sign that says, fuck Joe Biden. It's weird. (laughs) But he's snagging hats and he's snagging sunglasses. And... (laughs) He's just out there like the American dream yeah. on a highway overpass, yeah. big, fishing the stream, big th- making his weird statements. Big thanks to Mike Henderson, as always, for your help recording at the live show. And those that theme music, those dulcet tones are brought to you by the bioluminescent Charlie Continental. How's he do it? He just rubs the back of his arm? Well, <laughs> it's his diet. He, you know he lives by a nuclear power plant, and he's yeah. always out there sort of licking the rocks. Yeah, just sort of bleeds into his He says it's the salt he likes from it, but it's making him glow at night. He's going to get sick. He is going to get get sick. sick. Adam, we made it to the end of this, and now here is where we tease Uh next episode challenge. Hear me out. This is just a pitch. We stopped the podcast, and this has been the last episode. We're done with the pod now. It's over. Without telling Andrew? Without Andrew. uh, This is... Instead of a challenge next week, we just stop the podcast. It's, I think it, you did this pitch. before. You've said this before, Adam. You keep pitching that we stop the podcast. I say we end. It, it just is a curveball. We just end it. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Because uh, okay, well, I'm down to hear other ideas. Okay, yeah, the other idea I have. How about we? Uh, how about we unplug all our recording equipment and stop doing the no, podcast? No, okay, no. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna end a year, but we're gonna unplug some stuff. So uh, play us out, Charlie.